Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Men Are Nuts, a podcast to help men with mental health and awareness. This podcast is set up to help men who are maybe suffering in the world with depression, suicide, and for those who who may have come through the other side and achieved great success stories. I want you guys to come out and listen. And even come onto the podcast and speak. You may save a life. Right, today we have a special guest. I'd like you to welcome to Men and Nuts, Helen. Hello, Helen. How are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm very well, thank you. Andy, how are you doing? I am very well, and I'm very well. What about you? What's, what's, what's your day been like? Um, well, you know, it's been a really um, kind of surreal start to the day. I um, I woke up, as many of us would have done this morning around the world, woke up to the news of the sudden passing of um, Kobe Bryant and his teenage daughter. So the mood in the air um, has been kind of, it feels very somber. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's all over social media and, you know, you can't help but every social media platform you go to, uh, there's just people clearly grieving all around the world. Yeah, yes, I know. I know. And I'll, I'll you know, we, we, you know, we've arranged, we've rearranged this podcast. I mean, we, we did speak about doing a podcast about, was it food? Yes. Uh, so um, our... Yeah, so our original podcast was actually going to be about food and, you know, mental health. And um, but, you know, when I woke up this morning, I actually thought, well, yes, we can cover that some other time. But I kind of feel that um, with so many people around the world having woken up to this sudden shock news, there's a lot of people around the world that are in shock. Um, you know, Kobe had a lot of fans and not just his fans, but his family and his friends as well. And I, I sort of felt that it was more appropriate for us to talk about uh, grief and mental health and you know how, how do you deal with that from a perspective of you know emotional well-being especially mm-hmm. how how do we deal with that by the way um sorry guys <laughs> i haven't introduced myself yes so my, name, <laughs> <laughs> my name is helen Nachintu and i am a natural health and wellness coach I um, I'm based in the UK, but I work remotely all around the world via either Skype or Zoom. Um, you can book a consultation in with me. You don't necessarily have to be in the room with me uh, for me to achieve the results that you would like us to achieve in your sessions. Um, so I literally talk people through and remind them how to use food as medicine. I mean, that could be either for um, 
from an emotional well-being perspective <laughs> actually predominantly from a, a, an emotional well-being perspective because if you think about whatever we put in our stomachs basically affects um, the condition of our brain through the gut brain connection so um, you know and various other emotional things going on I also help people who've got um, emotional challenges to losing weight and that that sort of thing so that's who I am. <laughs> That's fantastic, and you, you know, you know, you're doing a great job, um, and you know, I'm sure you've been, you know, you've had major success out of this, um, and and you're helping a lot of people, both, um, you know, men and women. Um, yes. And you know, I'd like, you know, I'd like to, you know, you know, we'd like to go on with this. You know, I'd actually have you on the show on a regular basis because we, you know, we're looking to do more and more of these um, episodes um, on, different, yeah. on different topics. That that's um, that would be exciting. Um, it's very exciting for me to actually uh, be on this podcast with you. I feel very honoured. Um, when my business started out, I actually was aiming it more at women because women are the life givers. We are um, nurturers and and carers by nature. Yeah. And so my thinking was, if I can educate the um, women or remind them rather than educate, I actually prefer to say um, remind people yeah. um, so um, reminding them of who they are and how they can use um, food as medicine to help themselves with their own health challenges and um, to help their families as well they would be the ones that would go back uh, to teach their children their spouses and um, so on so um, that was my original thinking when I started out but then um, I remember um, one of my favorite gurus, Sadhguru, Jackie Vasudev, saying, you know, if you're running a business, it really needs to be inclusive. And, um, I, and on top of that, I was actually getting quite a lot of feedback from guys saying, you know, how about us? <laughs> Why are you leaving us out? And this was a very valid point because, um, Andy, as you well know, as a guy, uh, compared to women, guys find it a lot more challenging to openly talk about any emotional issues that are going on yeah definitely and we also struggle with obviously like things like for work um not finding time out of the day to 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 eat and if we do eat we eat in large massive portions or um and it tends to be at the end of the day um or in, sometimes in the middle um and so also just knowing about foods that foods can leave you lethargic um, and sometimes as men, we don't know what's actually happening when, you know, I don't know, we, we have a, you know, a sugar dump or where, where the, yeah. where the, where the, the food, um, is literally, I mean, piles of food and it's all going in and we don't know what we're putting in, what we're putting, in, putting into our bodies. Sometimes we end up falling asleep as we get older, we start to fall asleep. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of, a lot of, um, issues and also things like obesity in men. Yeah. Um, and obviously obesity, which 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 doesn't help, um, and also um, heart 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 attacks, which is heart yeah, rate heart rate heart, heart rate heart attacks in men is 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 so profound. It's 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 a massive issue. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's very interesting that you should actually mention sugar. Um, you know, the impact on, on the body and the brain of sugar is actually quite immense. And some people don't actually realize this. And it does lead to things like stress, anxiety, and, you know, eventually depression, which is which are all the things that um, people usually experience when they're going through grief. Yeah. And I mean, I've watched quite a number of um, people and clients and even my family members and friends reach out for sugary things every time they are experiencing um, bouts of sadness or stress. And especially more so when, when people lose someone close to yeah, them. Yeah as well you know which raises all of these um, emotions within you i just want to say that the last thing you should be um reaching out for is actually sugar yeah yeah it is absolutely the last thing yeah. and then you know i can hear some of the people on the podcast probably thinking well you know if i can't have sugar then what can i have in its place there are other things um that that you can take when you are going through emotions of grief um things like um which i'd like to talk about a little bit later on um things like backflower remedies yeah have you heard of backflower remedies yes i have i have because yeah. I, 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 okay. I, I do a lot of yeah. research because I'm a vegan you see I've been vegan for a long time yeah. so yeah I do a lot of research on food and things like that yeah so you know things like backflower remedies um, can help and I will go a little bit later into detail over what they are and you know how you can use them and which backflower remedies that you know you can use that will help you with all the associated emotions of grief, which are shock, anger, depression, um, guilt is a big one as yeah. well, and um, depression, just to name a few of them. Yeah, so that kind of ties in really with, you know, you know, what we were going to talk about, which was food, but what we're, what we're kind of moving on to is talking about grief and depression and, you know, probably suicidal thoughts and all these other things. Is, yeah. is what we've heard the news of, um, you know, Kobe Bryant. And that's not to say that he is the only person that we should be looking at who's, who, who's because he's famous because of his death, because there's lots of people yeah. who have, who have, um, who have lost, lost loved ones. Lost loved ones. Yes. Lost. You know, probably lost yeah. someone today, probably lost someone last week. You've got wars going off in, in different parts of the world. Who, you know, just all these things we're looking at yeah. really this person was an icon mm. but his how we how his grief how his death could be portrayed is no different to anybody else's but but our griefs is 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 all similar yeah i i absolutely agree um the the reason i mentioned kobe um bryant is that because um it's actually quite topical at the moment yeah, and yeah, just, just as you said that um, it, it's not just Kobe's family and friends and fans that will be grieving at the moment there are other people out there in the world that are you know maybe woke up this morning and they lost a, a loved one and you know so this is not just unique um yes. to the the kobe um yeah. situation and and so because it's not unique to the kobe situation but at the same time it would have risen so many emotions yes. awakened so many emotions yes, in people definitely. that probably you know lost a loved one um 
very previously, maybe a week ago, a few days ago, a few months ago, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Whenever somebody um, famous passes away quite suddenly, it has a tendency to awaken those emotions within us. Yeah. And for those people that don't know how to um, deal with their emotions, it, it can be a very, very difficult time for them. And this is why I thought that this... Um, podcast the topic of this podcast is would be quite um what's the word i'm looking for um poignant for what's yeah. happening in the world at the moment yeah definitely and, and i think um you're perfectly right with like you say pe- it does raise people it raise people's emotions um and people do sort of start to sort of like look inwards and self-reflect you know maybe they haven't grieved maybe they haven't grieved over a loved one um how does it feel that you you know when you have lost a loved one or lost someone that you know you know for for particularly as, as men where we keep a lot of things in you know i saw a picture yeah. i saw a picture you know, just now of lebron james um holding some holding someone at you know nearby holding someone he arrived in you know where it taking place and he was holding someone and he was grieving so yeah. you know, as men we, we tend to hold a lot of things in and, you know, for some of us, our grieving, with some, for some men, we never ever grieve and, and maybe we grieve in different ways. Yeah. Everybody has um, different ways of grieving. You know, some people uh, will resort to alcohol. Um, some people will resort to narcotics, you know, different drugs. Some people will um, sort of overindulge in food you know everybody other people just shut themselves away and don't really talk to anybody so everybody does deal with grief in a very different way yeah definitely definitely and um you know at the moment um it's like you say hearing that story i mean when i heard it someone sent me that last last night about okay right it made me think about things that have happened um you know in my in my family and I'm sure it's it's you know like I said it's you know everybody will be feeling the same way um about things happening it's not it, it just wasn't Kobe Bryant I mean there was other people in the in the you know his daughter and yeah um so, yeah so there's another people in a helicopter yeah so there's more you know there's there's, a, there's almost a there's like a family loss there him and his daughter have, have, have died so um you know but there are other families too that have lost. Lost, yeah. There's all families lost. So yeah, um, it's very, it's 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 a very, like you say, it's a, it's sad. It's a sad time, and 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 also it's a time. Dare I say, there's going to come a time where people are actually looking into his life to celebrate his life in the sense of what he has done. I've seen, you know, stories of, you know, the things that he has achieved and what he's left behind in a sense. Yeah, um, totally. And I just, um, I do feel that people should be embracing uh, the good memories of his lifetime achievements and, you know, maybe the personal uh, memories that they had with them. But um, similarly, anybody that's lost anybody should be, um, should be able to appreciate the wonderful memories that they had with their um, loved one that they lost. And it's, it's a really good way of coping with um the the loss of a loved one that those memories actually trigger um wonderful endorphins in your brain um which we all know are the happiness endorphin i mean grief is a very very 
sad thing to have to go through but um you know it gets to put it gets to a point in the grieving stage where you really do need to just um you know look back at the and embrace the wonderful times that you were able to to spend and share with each other yeah do you find or have you found that there's a difference in between or between the way men and women grieve or do you think it's the same i mean like i say we've always tended to, we we hold a lot of things and we 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 put on a bold front but do you do you find there's a difference or you know is it relatively the same or how do you how have you found it within your work and your life i mean um absolutely there there is uh, massive differences in how men and women tend to deal with their grief separately uh, i will give you the example from a woman's perspective first of all so uh, women we are much more open about talking about things with our female friends uh family members and uh, you know and if, and if we're not talking to to these people we're very good at sort of um hiding away and then doing our own research and really looking into the depths of our emotions where they're coming from and how we can deal with them better yeah yeah whereas with men um it's it's a completely different picture with most men i'm not saying all men are like this by the way yeah it's just that um a lot of men have a tendency to hide their emotions um because they are either from how they were brought up you know a lot of men are brought up to be macho um the um providers in the home um they have to be the strong ones emotionally and i find that a lot of that is old thinking and a lot of that old thinking is actually quite damaging emotionally because when it comes to things like um death and grieving men then find it very very difficult to suddenly go from this you know macho provider who hides their feelings and is there uh, is almost seen as a, the um emotional sort of pillar in the in the within their family so to go from that to suddenly breaking down and you know being emotional and crying and talking to your friends it's they don't see it as a done thing and it seems to be a very difficult transition for them as well yeah 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 um yeah no cuz you know i i had someone i had someone that was close to me very close to me um died maybe 3 years ago and did I grieve I don't know I didn't I didn't I didn't you know it was the first time I ever carried a coffin it was the first time ever yeah. I carried a coffin um um it was kind of just nominated to me on the day just you know you go and do it and and I did it or I kind of nominated myself in a sense and I did it um and the the time I know this but I was I know this cuz I've heard it so many times um that the time when someone is about to break is a time when they see the coffin going down it's before that yeah. it can be a calm but as soon as they see the because then they know it's almost like they know that this person is gone or is yeah. going um and even through that I never never did anything never broke down never, nothing even even now mm-hmm. I haven't haven't um cried or got, you know or, you know got upset or whatever I've just yeah thing and 
I, I mean, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know what's happened there. That, you know, I'm not saying that I'm, it's nothing to do with being cold or anything like that because you know, it's I've 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 got upset before previously. Maybe I was younger, and maybe I'm older now, and I kind of understand. Maybe I, it's an understanding of death or whatever. I don't know, but maybe that was my yeah, grieving. I, was, I don't know. I don't know. But you know, yeah, what's your take on that? Well, I was just about to say that there are either one or two things going on with you. Um, the first one is uh, you have probably got to grips with death and you are able to accept it for what it is and um, perhaps deep inside yourself you know that it's not the end of that particular person's life mm. you know they're gone in the sense of you will never see them again and uh, physically and that's really painful but you perhaps have this sense that that person is always around you um, on a more sort of spiritual level rather than a physical level and you have come to accept um, death from a very different um, perspective to that of which um, other people may may have. Now, um, the second thing that may be going on with you, from what I see a lot in um, clients that I deal with who are going through grief, is that you are um, you possibly have refused to fully accept uh, that person's passing and uh, what what tends to happen in these situations is that you then subconsciously unknowingly you have subconsciously buried that in your mind yeah, yeah. and what tends to happen um is later on in life that subconscious memory that you have buried could come back to um sort of it could come back and materialize in um different behaviors that you don't quite understand yeah. if that makes any sense yeah so I'll, i will give an example without giving away any details um of um a client i worked with um they basically um a, a good friend of theirs their best friend passed away and the way they found out was um, they were driving along a motorway and they drove by an accident, thought nothing of it. They carried on driving. When they got home, they got a phone call to say that their friend had had, the best friend had had an accident and was killed on the spot. It then only dawned on this person that the accident they passed was the best friend. So um, they never really dealt with the grief um, and they buried it in their subconscious mind. And for years and years and years afterwards, they couldn't understand why driving on a motorway was such a big issue for them. They just couldn't do it. Dual carriageway, motorway, no, they just couldn't do it. So um, they came to me and just said, look, I, I have an issue with um, driving on a motorway. I, I, I don't know what it is, um, but I just cannot drive on a motorway. And while they were saying that to me, because I work intuitively, um, I very much, I'm very much connected with a person's energy when they are communicating with me. And as they were saying that to me, I actually, I was given this vision of an accident a car accident and um, I, I, I said to her there's a car accident involved in which you're refusing to deal with and it was only then 
that she suddenly remembered that event. So all the while, it was just acting out as an implicit memory in her mind. And what that implicit memory looked like was not being able to drive on a motorway. Yeah. So, so what we're saying here is, that as 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 men, is is you know, is to 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 maybe even come to terms with one or two things that and how to and just basically make talk, um, talk to somebody. Yeah. Main thing is is for you know what we're getting the gist of here is is that men, and and it's 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 a common theme now is for us to to talk because like you said, women deal with grief. Um, in the variety of ways, but one of the main ways is that they, they will sit and have a chat, um, you know, whether it's over a cup of tea or whatever, some biscuits or whatever. Um, and men, you, you know, it tends to be even if we go to watch a game or if we watch a play a game or whatever, it's darts or whatever game is, maybe it's, it's the odd chat about, you know, politics or whatever. It's never, nothing, anything to do with what our, our feelings are, our thoughts. Well, yeah, I, I was also, yeah, I totally 100% uh, agree with what you're saying. Talking is the first part of your um, healing journey when it comes to, to grieving and most things really. Um, men don't talk enough and they should be encouraged to talk and hence why, you know, when you asked me to um, come on this podcast and um, do regular chats with you i was so delighted because i just feel like this is um a really good platform for men to sort of start to um it's a really good healing platform for men should i say because it's giving them the opportunity to talk about um experiences that they're going through with mental health yeah yeah so um yeah and and i was going to say that I was going to actually just mention a few things that people could do in order to, um, men could do in order to cope better with grieving and, you know, emotional issues around that. Uh, Talking was right at the top of it. Absolutely at the top of the list. And then um, obviously you've got things like food and drink. As I mentioned earlier, a lot of people, when they're going through um, grieving, men especially, will reach out for the bottle. They'll reach out for alcohol because whilst it takes away um, the pain uh, for a duration of time, you'll find that you'll need to, you might find that you need to drink more and more and more of it. And this is when people start to get into the danger zone of alcoholism. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just, you know, a, a realization that. Um, alcohol doesn't solve everything. Yeah, is a good starting point. Yeah, um, and also it tends to make things worse. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> because you you might have a drink and you know it seems to take away your issues, and then you wake up in the morning, those issues are still there. Yeah. And uh, at this point, they become even more magnified and more intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, alcohol and, and things like junk foods are not going to support um, your brain functionality, which is what we're talking about here as well, really. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a quick fix for a long, t- for what, which, what, what can be a long-term, um, what do you say, illness in a sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, you want to look at eating things that are more supportive um, to your brain, 
And uh, one of the things that stands out to me in my research is um, magnesium and brain functionality and emotions. And because of the way our food is um, being manufactured and produced, a lot of the magnesium is being stripped from certain foods. So being able to supplement that is a really good idea. And it has the ability to calm anxiety and alleviate stress, you know, all the things that, all of the emotions that are associated with dealing with grief. Yeah. But people never make that link between magnesium and um, emotional well-being. Yeah, and to be honest with you, a lot of people don't make the links between, like you say, food and, and emotional well-being and, and stress and stress levels. And, um, you know, people will turn, like you say, people will turn to, maybe turn to alcohol, maybe turn to a cigarette or turn to, you know, a drug of some sort or even prescription drugs. So. Um, yeah, what you're, you know, the advice that you're giving there is, is is absolutely fantastic to help people who are who are grieving at this moment in time. Yeah, I mean, um, when it comes to supplements as well, you made a very good point there, actually, which is um, not in terms of supplements themselves, but in terms of um, turning to pharmaceutical drugs. You know, whilst these drugs may well um, help you in the short term now i'm not 100 against pharmaceuticals yeah. so um in the short term yes they can be very helpful in um you know emotional health and well-being and general health and well-being but if you're taking them on the long term this is where the damage comes in and this is where i don't agree with it on a long-term basis so much so um the alternative to that would really be to look at um natural supplementations that you can take in um, maybe a capsule form. Things like, um, for men especially, there is ashwagandha. You've heard of ashwagandha? No. Okay. (laughs) Ashwagandha is great for um, boosting mental well-being and stability as well of emotion. Um, Moringa is another. Yeah, I've heard that, yeah. Um, Black seed oil is another, you know, so these are all things that people can, that men who are grieving can actually um, turn to and start taking. And I know that people, when they start taking supplements, they have a tendency to think that they work in the same way as pharmaceuticals. They expect them to, you know, sort of work instantly. Um, and, and, And that's not the case. You know, it's a gradual, you have to be very patient with yourself. Yeah. So in, so... To, so, so in a sense, to round this all up, then to 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 let you know your final your thoughts on your final thoughts on you know what the family is families are going through and what men um, need to do to help with um, coping strategies and it, and obviously some of that some of that will be being grounded with being trying to be trying to be around friends and family and. You know, whatever, what, what other things would you say to round this whole, the whole podcast up, this episode up? What would you say men need to do? Get help. Yeah. Um, and, you know, accept that you are not the only person going through these emotions. There's a whole bunch of other men out there who um, may be going through similar, similar situations and similar emotions. The most important thing is to get some form of help and support from people that you um, trust um, because there's a 
that's a whole different podcast but yeah, yeah get get some help and support from people that you trust um there are different organizations out there who can help with um grieving and bereavement and emotional well-being also uh look at holistic therapies um as i i, I touched a little bit earlier on about flower remedies and yeah. um they work on your emotional essence um they are remedies made from wild flowers yeah. uh there is absolutely no side effects to them but they are very very powerful remedies so you know seek out i wouldn't recommend that you mix your own back flowers but seek out somebody who um can mix some back flower remedies for you because it it requires a consultation in itself um but generally speaking you know reach out and get help because there are organizations out there there are people out there that can help you through your emotional challenges right helen i'd like to thank you for that and um i hope you've you know i hope someone's people are listening out there and they use i hope well i'd like to hope that you're you're you've saved someone's life tonight because um there's some powerful messages to be had from that um and i'd like to thank you for coming on um, this is going to be a regular po- um, podcast episode between me, myself and you and we're hopefully hopefully we'll be going on to a new topic next week um, yeah you know you know rest in peace Kobe and and for all those who have Kobe his daughter the people on the plane yeah. and for the helicopter and for all anyone in the plane on in, on everyone who's, who's yeah anyone struggling. who's lost a loved one yeah. um our thoughts go out to you and um can I just uh, also add that if anybody does need help and they feel that they can talk to me you can actually get in touch with yeah. me uh, on www venus-club.org and um, you can book a free 10-minute consultation with me uh, just to explore um, whether I can help you with your your um, challenges. Okay. Thanks, Helen. That was men are nuts. <laughs> right, guys. Apologies for that, Dan. I'll speak to you soon later. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.